Good morning. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. Environmental advocates and Wakulla County residents are protesting proposed changes that may threaten a state attraction. WMNF's Talia Van Sistine reports on what locals are doing to try to protect Wakulla Springs ahead of a meeting that could jeopardize its future. Wakulla Springs is one of the largest and deepest freshwater springs in the world. Novelist Jeff Vandermeer has been going there ever since he moved to Tallahassee in 1992. He says it's strange the springs aren't more widely known on a national and even international scale. It's definitely um, comparable uh, in its way, you know, in the context of the U.S. to like the Amazon in South America. It is that important. That's why Vandermeer and others at meetings or on social media have vocally opposed plans to build a gas station on land right above an underground cavern that feeds into Wakulla Springs. On Monday, the Wakulla County Board of County Commissioners will vote on agenda items that, if supported, will allow Southwest Georgia Oil Company to move forward with their gas station. The company is requesting to change the property's comprehensive plan designation from agriculture to rural. That way, non-farming development can occur on the land. Environmentalists and locals are concerned that petroleum may leak into the cavern below. A leak would not only pollute the springs, but also contaminate Wakulla County's drinking water. Anthony Gaudio is chair of the Wakulla Springs Alliance, which is a group focused on conserving and protecting the ecological health of Wakulla Springs. The Alliance, in partnership with other environmental groups and residents, crafted a Wakulla Springs water quality protection regulation this summer in hopes of defending the future of the attraction. But when the ordinance was presented at the Board of County Commissioners meeting last month, it failed to receive the support it needed. Gaudio says during the board's meeting on Monday, people opposed to the gas station will speak during the public comment section. They're going to read the regulations that he says will allow the commissioners to deny Southwest Georgia Oil Company's application. It doesn't make any sense why the county commission, who has the ability to prevent this, is choosing not to. Gaudio expects hundreds of people to show up to Monday's meeting who are united in opposition. If the oil company's application is approved, he says the alliance is considering pursuing lawsuits. For WMNF News, I'm Talia Van Sistine. The College Board says that the Florida Department of Education has, quote, effectively banned AP psychology class in the state. WMFE's Danielle Pryor reports. The only way districts in Florida will be allowed to teach the course is if they omit any chapters on gender identity and sexuality. The college board that approves AP courses in the U.S. says it will not change the content of the course to suit the state's parental rights and education law or the Florida Department of Education's specifications. LGBTQ advocacy group Equality Florida put out a statement on the decision saying, quote, the DeSantis regime is at war with students and parents, censoring more AP curriculum, and denying students the opportunity to earn college credit. AP African American history is already banned in the state. In Orlando, I'm Danielle Pryor. With Florida's rising cost of living, many might think about renting out a portion of their home. However, WMNF's Chris Young reports, if you do, you may miss out on a big tax break. Homestead exemption lets you receive up to $50,000 off the assessed value of your home. You're also covered by the Save Our Homes cap, It says that in any given year, your taxable value can't rise above a certain amount. 
In April, the Florida Supreme Court ruled that anyone who rents out part of their home could not claim full homestead tax exemption. Bob Henriquez is a Hillsborough County property appraiser. A lot of folks are doing this kind of quietly, you know, thinking that they're not going to, you know, somebody's not going to find out about it. But generally what happens is you have a large home and you rent out a couple couple of rooms and the next thing you know, uh, there's more and more cars parking there or whatever may. And then the next door neighbor gets, gets nosy about it and calls us and then we have to take a look into those things. He encourages people who may consider becoming landlords to make sure they're doing it legally. Reach out to us here at the property appraiser's office and talk to our exemptions department and make sure that they're not running afoul of the law. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. The PACT Act was signed into law a year ago by President Joe Biden. It expands eligibility for VA health care for veterans with toxic exposures and veterans of the Vietnam, Gulf War, and post-9-11 eras. Democratic Congress member Kathy Castor spoke Wednesday to tell veterans and their survivors how to take advantage of the newly available resources. Nuclear radiation, depleted uranium, and oil well fires are among the new reasons veterans can file claims under the PACT Act. There were all sorts of occupational hazards, asbestos, lead, fuels, industrial solvents, radiation, even noise and special paint on military vehicles, uh, some coolants and insulating fluids. This is a broad law. This is a law that is all-encompassing. It is the most important expansion of health care benefits for veterans in our lifetimes. We owe them a great deal. They have served us well. And these are the benefits that they have earned. There's no deadline to apply for benefits, but if you file your claim on va.gov or submit your intent to file by August 9th, benefits backdated to August 10th last year would still be eligible. It's warm and fair in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today in the lower 90s, overnight lows in the upper 70s. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and the WMNF app. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa.